Welcome to episode 11 of Expressing Our ADC. We sat down with Kelly Dunn of Urban Ice Organics and talked about the state of Kratom as it is now, his documentary, A Leaf of Faith on Netflix, and a bunch of other jazz around the Kratom business. Hopefully you guys all enjoy it. All right, how's it going? How's life? Thanks for doing this for us, man. We really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. No problem. Yeah, life is good. Right on, right on. Uh, do you want to jump right into it, dude? Yeah, just from the questions we sent you. Uh, I just, we're just interested in how you first got started in the creative business. So I, I used to own smoke shops. Well, I, actually, let me back up a little before that. My family has been in the wholesale distribution business for 35 years, where they you know, go to China, go to different, different countries trying to find the latest, greatest widget to sell in truck stops and convenience stores across the United States. Yeah. So... I'd been building sunglass programs and doing a bunch of stuff for my family's company for you know, 15, 20 years before I went out on my own. I uh, bought a couple of smoke shops and owned a few smoke shops during the spice days. So, you know, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was some madness. But as the spice was kind of, after I went through the first round and they were start, starting to ban some of the chemicals and stuff, I wanted to get out and got into Kratom then, which was 2010. Uh-huh. So I bought some from another company, brought it into my place, and it just wouldn't sell. I loved the product, but it would, wasn't selling. Nobody, nobody wanted to buy it. So I started playing around with packaging, you know, started trying different things, and really with just playing around with the packaging, we started selling three, four hundred dollars a day in our own smoke shop. Oh wow! And so they're like, all right, let's let's go do this everywhere. And so going off of that, like, how did uh, your company get started? Well, we started we started packaging in the back of my smoke shop, actually, yeah. selling it to the front. Um, my family's been in the wholesale distribution business, so we had access to people that were doing manufacturing, that were making capsules, that were doing all the stuff. My family used to bottle trucker supplements, you know, like ephedra and those things back in the day. So they still do some caffeine products, but they're trucker supplements for, you know, guys on the road want to stay awake. So I had the connections in the background to be able to do things other people just weren't doing. So that's how, that's how we kind of got started. And my first customers came out of the truck stop business also. My first customer was a, a truck stop that had 54 locations. Oh, wow. I mean, we started off big right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. geez. So it sounds like, um, I don't know, I feel, I feel like Kratom's really taking off, especially with that documentary coming up. What do you think, like, What's the future for your company? What's the future for Kratom in like the next five years or so? You know, we've, we've been involved in almost 10 years now. So we've seen it from its real infancy when it, when it was just a bunch of people packaging stuff in their back room, their garages, and selling it at smoke shops. Now, it's, now we have a much bigger, a bigger picture where we have, you know, three to five million, maybe six million daily users of Kratom in the United States. It's a big business. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, we're positioned really well. We kind of anticipated this going into a more of a full supplement legal arena. We wanted to be regulated and have a level playing field for everybody. We've obviously got a little bit of a head start because of our GM, GMP manufacturing background. So we know that's, that's where the future is because that's where the product can be guaranteed to be safe. And we have to make sure it's safe to the consumer is really our biggest concern now. If we can deliver a safe product, we know it's a safe product, but we need to deliver it safely to the consumer as well. 
Yeah, it's kind of one of one of my big things with the industry right now. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I tell people when they ask me about kratom or where to get kratom, I always send them to you guys because I know for sure that you guys are testing your stuff to make sure it's safe. I don't really trust a lot of other just random kratom companies out there. Are just like we we've received so many messages on Instagram about people from Indonesia. Hey, want to buy our wholesale kratom? I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, but the, but those guys mean well. Yeah. You know, and so it's you know they've they've kind of filled the demand for the American consumer. We say we want this. We want 50 strains. We want all of these unique things. Even if they don't exist, the people in Indonesia they're going to fill that because they're living in this third world country and this is how they earn their living. Mm. You know, I, I love the idea that all these farmers. <laughs> contact us and they're you know a lot of them 15 16 year old kids <laughs> farmers you know they farmed an internet connection is all they farmed <laughs> so i mean it's um every everybody is trying to do the, the best for themselves and that's pro- part of the problem with indonesia it's a third world country you know and now they're at the point where to separate themselves from the other people they have to use deception mm. you know it's not like they can say one product's better than the other because the supply touches. You know, there isn't these, these there are not these independent supply chains of Kratom out there. It's yeah. really one big supply. And you can pick from the top, middle, or the bottom. Yeah, something I found interesting from watching the documentary was that it's in the same family as the coffee family. Like Yep. Um, so how do you like make sure like the stuff you're getting is quality and how do you like ensure that the Kratom you're using is like the best around or We've been, we've been doing this a little longer time, so we have a lot of good connections. The other thing is we've been working with import companies that do sterilization processes. So we're with big companies. We're not, we're not independent. We don't import our own products anymore. We don't do any of that ourselves. So we make sure that everything we buy is already in the United States. It's already been tested. It's already been sanitized. So we know the products we're getting because you know we have a, we have a good chain of custody for the product from the beginning. Mm-hmm. To win buy it. Can you go like elaborate on some of the challenges you've had to face with like the government trying to illegalize it or do whatever? And then also, I noticed that your Instagram get t- got taken down. So just like people are targeting you for kratom, basically. It's a, it's an odd thing because you know the history of kratom. It's been a medicinal drug for two hundred years that we know that we have a written history. You know, we've worked with the University of Sandsville, Asia, where they're studying Kratom. They have people, they send people out in the field to, they've been studying them for three and four years. It's not quite human testing, but it's, you know, it's done on an informal basis where the people are making friends with those people in the, um, that are using Kratom and tracking their history if they have drug problems and all this stuff. So we know it's, we know it's a safe product to use. We know that, um, I love your stickers there. Okay. <laughs> Some of, some of the biggest problems are the misinformation, the people that want to say no to it. The recovery industry is putting up a big fight. They charge $60,000 a month for people to come into their rehabs. Oh, They're wow. the biggest fighters of Kratom being legal. Yeah. They don't want yeah. it legal. More so, more so than the uh, pharmaceutical companies, it's the recovery industry. We personally haven't had any challenges. We haven't had any problems with the government, haven't had any – none – you know, we've been we've been GMP now for almost five years, and just have not had a single issue since we made the conversion. Gotcha. So, how do you fight like that stigma that surrounds kratom? 
Are you guys trying to do that at all, or do, are you guys connected with like a community around that? Or we made a movie on it. Yeah. And started out of Georgia when um, Georgia was trying to ban. We took a bunch of people. Had a medical doctor. Had our whole team together. Went down to Georgia, and a bunch of other people went down there as well. So we got to Georgia, spent all this money, and during the course of the, the legislative hearings, none of our information even got heard. So it was like, shit, we spent all that money, put all this effort together, and no one even listened to what we had to say. And so that's when we decided, well, shit, let's let's pull back and just make our own message. Gotcha. So as far as when we were making the – when we started documentary, we invited everybody. We invited the AKA, the BEA. We invited every big company to come join us. And the, the majority of the answers we got are we're making our own documentary. <laughs> So hopefully there's going to be a whole bunch of them coming up. <laughs> so what's it like? Uh, I know you're wor working with Chris Bell. What's that like for you? That's a pretty Chris big is awesome. Chris is really awesome, dude. He's, he's, he's kind of my hero these days. Talk about somebody who's kind of he's been dealt kind of a shitty deck. You know, he's had a bunch of genetic health problems and just a, just a bunch of shit that hits him. <laughs> you know, he, He's just had a, a whole series of things that kind of would have forced a lot of people to just stop and quit. You know, he has so many health issues. When we first got with him, I mean, he wasn't making it through a whole day without taking two naps. And, you know, the Kratom, I think, was a nice tool for him that kind of helped him mentally, you know, get back in the game, get back in the fight. You know, now, dude, is, you know, he's got two artificial hips and squatting 500 pounds. Damn, yeah. Just he's he's so relentless with his approach to life, and you know, and never giving up and pushing forward. Oh, he's he's a he's a badass. I love Chris Bell. Yeah, I, I uh, actually I after watching the movie, you know, I, I I like I really enjoyed the movie, but also like I've been taking kratom just to help with my soreness from working out and stuff, and I've been reaching out to people after you guys sent me the the kratom. I've been giving it out to people like, hey, try this, try this. Well, I ended up giving some to my friend. He's like, oh, I'm going to give this to my mom because my mom's taking so many pain pills a day. And then she took some and she goes, that's the best night's sleep I've gotten in three months after she took took some Kratom. So, I mean, it's it's showing that it helps. It, I mean, it's just got to get over the stigma that, oh, it's it's from a smoke shop. It's bad, you know. It's, well, part of, yeah, part of it, and, that, and that, is a, that is a stigma. Even though, dude, I love smoke shops. You know, yeah. <laughs> I love going to a smoke shop. I don't, you know, yeah. we all, we all have been there. So and now with marijuana being, you know, what it is, actually people actually seeing what it is for what it is and being okay with it. I mean, smoke shops are okay. I don't, I don't have a problem with them. Um, sometimes the people that own the independent smoke shops can be a little rough around the edges. Yeah. No. But, so, like, as far as dosage goes, for someone who, like, hasn't tried Kratom or it's, like, their first time, what do you, like, recommend? So, here's – so, back when we did our first GMP brand, we had it manufactured in California. California has a few laws that are unique to the to the rest of the rest of the United States. One of those is Prop 65, where they say if you're, if you're consuming a natural product, <clears throat> all natural products contain lead. And you're only allowed to consume so much lead safely per day. So we had the lead lead amounts tested in a bunch of Kratom. And it was because of Prop 65 that we came up with the dosing information we did that really about four grams a day is as much 
as you can consume safely as far as lead content for a, a natural product. So that's where that's where it came up. Okay. About four grams a day is what's safe for the state of California, and we base our dosing information off that because it's legal. Yeah. What about like so you guys are basically well you can ship statewide, right? Yes. And we're everywhere. We're national. There's there's still six states that are banned. Um, somebody could reside them. I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but a few of them, Tennessee and Wisconsin in particular, they passed the they passed the constituents. So they listed the ingredients or, or a couple of the alkaloids you can create them as a drug or on a synthetic drug bill. And if you read the synthetic drug bill, those alkaloids look like a synthetic drug. You know, when you're reading across them, and so none of it was challenged. So two of the states were banned on synthetic drug laws, and obviously Kratom's not synthetic. So, But Wisconsin's going to be turned around. Senator Pocan there is a big, big proponent of Kratom. You know, he, issued, he wrote the one of the letters last year and so forth. He's in our movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, just make sure so how long have you guys been taking Kratom? Uh, I've actually How'd you guys find out about it? I've been taking it for about probably say two three years I just I went to a smoke shop you know I, they're like oh you should try this because I work for a job where I can't really I can't smoke weed or I'll get fired so I was like they're like this doesn't show up on a drug test so that's when I first started taking it and then <laughs> like as I I like I went through phases where I take it and I wouldn't take it and then like this last time I just I was like oh I'll just go take some and then like I started really noticing the effects and like I I do uh, jujitsu and MMA five times a week, so I mean after class my body is pretty sore, so I'll take that and within you know like whatever how long it takes to kick in, I start to feel a lot better and I can go throughout my day without being sore and I just like that effect too and then also it helps with like just a little bit of social anxiety and just I can talk more, be more lax, takes the edge off, you know. We we so we so very much want to get into into more gyms. You know, it's something because I'm, you know, I, I I grew up in high school. I was a wrestler, and so I followed MMA and all that stuff. My son went to jujitsu, but this stuff belongs there. It belongs in those gyms, you know. Yeah. It, for for a lot of people, once they start taking kratom, it kind of gives you this this almost desire to want to do better with your life. It's kind of a weird thing, you know. So people will start taking kratom, and like Chris Bell, he started taking kratom, and then he's like, well, shit, I need to clean up my diet. I need to start exercising again. I need to start doing things. I need to get my ass up off the couch and get some things done. <laughs> so kratom is really cool with that. And, yeah, I, I really want to get it in the gyms because I love MMA. Big fan. Yeah, it so. seems just like a natural recovery drug, too, just like good for getting your strength back and, like, I don't know, hanging in there. Like, I, I, I so agree. Yeah. Maybe you could reach out to some MMA fighters or, and see if they want to come aboard the brand or something and just try it out. We've, we've been working. I mean, we Joe Rogan takes our product. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's I mean, we're, we're in those places. So it's just a matter of getting some – because I want the gyms to actually carry it. Working on a deal now with some more well-known people to actually do a brand in their name so it'll be more popular in the gyms. Yeah, like almost like a, a gym supplement, like a. It should be. It should yeah. be, and it's a nice way for the gym to make money. Yeah, maybe you could reach out to a little more like bigger gyms, like global gyms, and see if. I mean, that's gonna be a big leap for the the gym just because, the, you know, the stigma. But maybe you could reach out to Twenty Four Planet Fitness, just 
something that's a little a little more like a franchise gym and, and try to get them to start carrying it and then slowly people will start seeing and, and it will just help them recover because I know yeah people just take pain pills or just all these crazy supplements with what they don't know what's in it or they could just take a supplement that has one natural thing in it so what do, what do you think the biggest stigma is for Kratom on? I think people mainly they just don't even know what it is and then they're like oh I don't know where'd you get it from oh blah blah a smoke shop oh uh because yeah. then they think about, about you know like spice and all, all those synthetic yeah. drugs and they're like oh I don't I don't know about that yeah I think a big thing is like it's not branded like you guys are one of like the only companies out there I mean that I've heard of I wasn't huge into Kratom but he introduced them to me but I don't know I feel like if you have a brand associated with it then people would trust it more Hopefully, because yeah, you can come back to us. Yeah, you know, we put our information on the bottle, so if there's a problem, yeah, come see us. We have insurance. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I say you guys look the most legit out of any like brand I've seen of Kratom for sure. Like most awesome. brands are in it. Like it's kind of like a you can almost get that like a, a gas station, you know, just like a dinky little bag of Kratom. I mean, like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. There's not been there wrong with the Kratom I've ever taken from there. But when a new person's taking Kratom. The way your bottle looks, it looks a lot legit. And, be like, oh. and part of, part of the problem comes from the people that Kratom has helped. You know, Kratom has helped a lot of people that have had had chronic addictions and these lifelong health problems and just just horrible stories. And so Kratom has kind of been the off ramp of addiction and off ramp of these terrible things onto a new life and kind of getting your life back. Mm -hmm. And I, I always like to say that Kratom is like for a lot of people, it's like the duct tape that holds their life together, literally. Yeah. And so when yeah. those people get up on their soapbox and they start saying, Kratom is great, people see him and they're like, oh, shit, <laughs> that person's duct tape is showing. <laughs> so, yeah, I so We have a lot of people maybe they don't show quite as well that are wanting to be spokespeople for the for the industry and <laughs> for the product. Yeah, I But it, it helps so many people, you know. And Definitely. I posted a picture, actually, of your Kratom and just – a little spiel on why I think that you should give it a try. I actually got like basically attacked by someone saying, "No, quit trying to push your agenda." Blah blah. <laughs> blah. I know someone who lost their family because of Kratom. I was like, I don't <sighs> think that's if they lost their family because of Kratom. I think it's more a personal problem than saying, "Oh, Kratom." And I don't think Kratom. Well, when we started making the movie, we we read like um, the stuff on Reddit about quitting Kratom. I'm sure you guys have seen that used to be quitting Kratom and all these horrible stories about withdrawal symptoms and all this terrible stuff. So we tried to get hold of a bunch of people. Let's find some people that Kratom has been really bad for them. Let's let's interview them. So we found a few people on the internet, but nobody would come forward. We couldn't actually put a name to anybody. So I've been doing this almost 10 years, and I've never met anybody that has a problem or Kratom didn't affect in a positive way. Yeah, I've met some people. I met some people that they didn't really care for it and didn't do much for them, but nobody, nobody that I know has had a negative reaction. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I don't know. I think maybe that was just her giving an excuse for her, for whoever it was being an addict, and then saying, "Oh, but they took kratom. That's what it was. Not probably the other opiates they're on or whatever." The duct tape was showing. Yeah. I know we talk about uh, a lot of research in the movie, but is there any other like up-and-coming research coming out from universities? So the, or? the research has been furthered. We're another two years ahead on the research than we were when we stopped filming the movie. 
So what's going on now is the FDA has we've, we've applied a couple times to see if we can do human testing. So far, they won't let us do human testing right now for whatever reason. They just won't give us the go-ahead. Plus, they won't give us any money to do it because if we get government finance, testing is the best thing we can have. So right now what we're doing is we're breaking down each alkaloid. So we're testing um, mitrogyne and making sure that it doesn't react negatively with a whole bunch of prescriptions. Mm -hmm. So we're doing replacement tests and negative impact studies right now with each alkaloid. There's so little known about each alkaloid, so we're going through them one by one and testing them all. Seems like a long process. It is a long process. It is. But part of part of this is, is the University of Florida that's doing doing the majority of this work. They're in this to, to see if they can develop drugs, botanical drugs off of this. So we're, we're kind of mixing in our safety testing with theirs, but their end result is to find something that's going to help the opiate epidemic. Okay. You know, okay. So what they're looking at is maybe some some single alkaloid type medicines is what they're really looking for because they have to have something they can patent because you can't patent a, a plant. Yeah, they're maybe they're trying to find like the one part of kratom that helps the drug users get off the drug and then take that and run with it. That's yeah, exactly maybe. it, or the one that just affects a particular pain. You know, they're looking for really precise stuff. As opposed to the plant that kind of takes care of everything. Yeah, it seems almost like just the pharmaceutical industry is trying to get. I mean, there's marijuana, there's kratom, there's all these natural things, and they just want to get away from it because from it they can't capitalize on it. It seems like it's you know when that's I don't know it's a crazy industry that people can. I mean, I know doctors, Doctor Schoenwater, who's even in the movie. I mean, he's one of the largest opiate prescribers in the South Bay because he handles so many military and pain patients. And I have the hardest time talking to him when he's talking about the, the amount of drugs some of these people take and damn, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how doctors can continue to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like basically you take all this and you're probably going to get addicted, but go ahead. But, but it's the idea of almost, that they're okay having a job where they're doing harm to people. They're okay yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. That shit bothers me a lot. I don't know. I have an autoimmune disease myself, and I've been off, like, ibuprofen and Advil. I was taking that, like, 12 to 15 ibuprofen and Advil a day. But I'm just using Kratom and, like, CBD now. So it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot better ways to go about it than... How, how's your diet? I mean, it's getting better, but... I mean, I think that's the stuff's... The CBD and like the kratoms really help. Diet, diet is another one. Chris Bell's got a bunch of, you know, hormonal and just a whole bunch of stuff going on. He's a bunch of allergies and has yeah. a lot of inflammation inside his body. And I just watched a podcast on Joe Rogan with um, what's her name? Jordan Peterson is yeah. the scientist. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. his her daughter, daughter, yeah, autoimmune disorder, and was talking about how she's now converted over to the straight carnivore diet, uh, eating you know red meat and water. Wow. Yeah. yeah. She said because it healed her up. A lot of the autoimmune stuff has to do with food interactions and different interactions, as I understand it. Oh, definitely. I think so a lot. Yeah. I just have to make the switch. <laughs> Check out that carnivore diet. Yeah. Steak and water, baby. <laughs> I will. Can't go wrong with that. All right. I think we're about ready to wrap it up, but do you have any like closing remarks on like anything? Uh, not really. I've been, I've been kind of watching you guys as much as your um, – Looking at your sites and seeing the beer stuff going on, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, we got, got you guys into the beer. What was that? 
Uh, just <laughs> my buddy, my buddy uh, just when I was younger, well, a year ago, brought me into the craft beer scene, and ever since then, I've just loved it, and there's just so many cool different beers to try. Yeah, I, out here in Portland especially, it's everywhere, so. Well, if you ever come down here, we'll take you to a brewery and get a beer together. Love to. Love to, guys. And if, and if you come to Las Vegas, come yeah. see us. Come hang out. Okay. Right, right on, man. Everybody makes it to Vegas. Yeah. That's the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll get you guys with Nadine. If you guys want to make a trip out here, come see us. Maybe do a little podcast out here. Let me know. We'll, we'll help participate and get you out here. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, we'll stay in touch, man. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you, man. Yeah.